0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Games Jobs Live. If you don't know me, I'm Colin McDonald. I've been in the games industry for about 30 years now, from being producer on the early Grand Theft Auto games to being games commissioner at Channel 4 Television. So you can blame me if the Made in Chelsea or the Hollyoaks games didn't feature your favourite characters. Today, we are featured on The Midlands. Uh, often referred to as Silicon Spa, with its legacy of creating classic games such as Dizzy, Tomb Raider, and GoldenEye. These days it's home to over 40 great games companies such as the ones we've got today, making games that top all the charts, whether it's AAA, mobile, licensed, indie games, you name it, the Midlands has got it. Um, We've put up a much fuller background about um, the industry in the Midlands, with local networks, things to do, who's hiring, etc. If you have a look at our website, which is www.gamesjobs.live/midlands, so have a read there when you get the the the, the chance, either during or after the live stream. For those who are joining us for the first time. Games Jobs Live makes it easy for great studios to connect with fantastic talent that's either already in the games industry or is looking to get into it. Um, Some people are already in and in the local area just looking for a change, others um, in other fields or graduating or about to graduate from university and looking to get in for the first time. Um, hopefully, we've got a bunch of information um, and presentations that will cover everyone's uh, situation. Um, if you do have any questions, just give us a shout. I'll get on to how you do that later on. Um, the companies we've got today are all all fantastic. Um, we've actually had them had them before at different events, so we've got some, some great speakers um, and uh, people that are are great at giving answers to the the questions you put to them, whether that's here in the live stream or in the Discord afterwards. So do get your questions ready. Um, Each company only has, um, they'll have a little bit longer today, they'll have about 10 minutes each. So it will give you a bit of a flavor of them, but really what we're trying to do is to encourage you to speak directly to the companies and to follow up with them. There's there's no middlemen or agencies in the middle, you just speak to the companies directly. the best way to do that is to get into the discord so the address is scrolling along the bottom of the screen and will do throughout the whole of the live stream so in a browser if you type in discord.gamesjobs.live that's discord.gamesjobs.live if you type that into a browser it'll automatically redirect to the the right discord server and take you there um, once you're there you'll find a dedicated channel for each of the companies that are presenting today and um, so do just jump on um, I think they're all monitoring their um, discord channels as of now and they will be for the next two hours Um so although the natural thing to do is to jump on with more questions after you've heard them speak they are monitoring the channels now so jump on just now Um I'll also keep the speakers on from each company for a few minutes for a bit of Q&A after the presentations. So please give me some questions, otherwise you're gonna be stuck with my questions. Give me some questions for me to put to the speakers. And For that, there's a a channel called Livestream Questions in the Discord. Put them there um, and I'll try and pick out a few and put them to the the speakers. So between getting questions asked on air and in the Discord, hopefully you'll get all your queries Answered. Um, Each of the companies that have someone in the Discord, you'll see those representatives in green with a a company role. Um, So if anyone else contacts you asking for for details, um, don't give them out. Don't give any personal details out. Um, If there's any nonsense in any of the channels, report them to a moderator um, or myself between talks or or to one of the... um, people with a company role and they're able to delete or ban any any idiots this is supposed to be a nice thing to try and help everyone help the studios and help everyone watching so let's keep it friendly um, uh, I think I'm obligated to say that if you enjoy this please do subscribe to the YouTube channel like the video all that kind of stuff um, we actually have two more events um, later on this month in April um, so if you uh, don't find your dream job today, please do tune in to them. Companies joining us at the other events include Creative Assembly, Wargaming's MS1 Studio, Square Enix, Studio Gobo, TT Games, Mag Interactive, another bunch of great companies. But today we're focused on the companies we've got in the Midlands today. Um, So make the most of them. They're only around for the next two hours. Um, All the details of all our events um, the future ones are on our website. Um, so you'll also find an interactive jobs map that we've got with all of the jobs. There's about 1800 across the whole of the UK. So get on to www.gamesjobs.live, explore that map, have a look at the region articles, um, and browse our upcoming events to see if any others um, tickle your fancy. One of the bits of advice that we always hear Uh, for people wanting to get into the industry um, initially is to gain experience and that's kind of a catch-22 but one of the best ways you can do it is by taking part in game jams. So for that reason we run our own game jam. Our next one is in July um, and what we do is we run it over a week There's obviously a theme, and then we get dozens of companies to come in and judge. So this is your chance to turn the tables, and rather than have the companies present to you, you get to present your work to this amazing array of industry judges that will be judging your work, and obviously they're looking for for new talent to hire. So check out the details. If you go to jam.gamesjobs.live, you'll find details of the next Jam, which is In July so you've got a bit of time to prepare for that. Um, I'd just like to thank Barclays for sponsoring today's event um, and to everyone that's helped promote it, particularly Elspeth who's been spreading the word via Twitter, forums, different discords etc. Thank you very much. Um, Andrew has written those great articles that are up on the website with the, the fuller background on the Midlands and pretty much every other region around the UK Um, and what their games history and and current scene is Um, and of course a massive thank you to the companies we've got today ubisoft quali and electric square they're all brilliant ambitious companies that are looking for new talent to help them grow and thrive and make their games bigger and better and they've taken time out of their tight schedules to come and talk to us today so i'm really really grateful thank you to them so On that note, what I would like to do is bring on our first company. Um, So please um, let me welcome in Charlotte from Electric Square.
1: Hi, Colin. How are you?
0: I'm good. Thank you for joining us.
1: Thank you for having us (laughs)
0: again. It's it's a real pleasure. Yeah, it's been it's been a while because um, it was it was last year I think was the last time you were on a on a stream. So. in some ways, things have changed a lot. In other ways, they haven't, perhaps. But Yeah,
1: we're still at home. <laughs> um, but, yeah, things have moved around in the studio. We're involved with a lot more than we were, and we've got a lot more roles on the website. Everyone would be pleased to know. Um, but, yeah, pretty much still here.
0: <laughs> Great. Okay, well, I'll, I'll hand over to you, and we'll come back to you for some Q&A.
1: Amazing. So I'm Charlotte. I'm the talent acquisition specialist at Electric Square. Um, you may have seen me in the past on the Brighton Stream as we have free locations. I'm just going to bring my um, my little presentation up for you. Um, it's a bit. Here we go. I'm not the most technical, ridiculously, in my industry. So we are Electric Square. We have obviously um, got parents of Keyword Studio, which is listed below. Um, we are looked after by Keywords. Um, this is actually the background you can see here is actually the studio in Brighton. So it gives you an idea of what our studios look like inside, but also we have a little video later which give you even more of a better insight. So our mission in Electric Square provides world we provide world-class console games and mobile games developments for the biggest and best partners in the industry. Our vision is to be the first choice when it comes to the creation of game, uh, genre-defining games. And here is a lovely map. which shows Leamington Spark, Brighton and Singapore, which is our three locations. Um, We have 170 staff across three locations um, and we have got experience in managing top IP, as you might have seen on our website. So they're the locations that we have for Electric Square. Our services. So we provide a range of technical and creative services. These include full development, co-development, live ops, R&D tools and prototyping and creation of original IP, uh, which you might get to see very soon. Um, So we do a lot for people um, and that is worldwide. So for publishers and IP holders, these are the things that we offer as a studio. So some of you may have had a little look in advance. We are working with our friends who are also on the call Ubisoft um, on Assassin's Creed VR, which we're very excited about. Um, now, this is the first time Ubisoft is bringing, bringing their biggest franchise to VR, and it's a new chapter in the Assassin's Creed series. Um, we're co-developing the project, which is being led by Ubisoft Red Storm Entertainment. And this VR game is also being co-developed by Ubisoft Dusseldorf, Ubisoft Mumbai, and Ubisoft Reflection. So It's a massive game, and we're super excited to be involved with it. Now, some of you may have played this already. We did release Forza Street last year, which was super exciting. So this is a full client development from concept free to launch. Um, it was on Windows 10, iOS, and Android. It was a free to play version of the hit Microsoft franchise designed for casual players. And I'm gonna go to a quick video for those of you who haven't played it, so you can see what it looks like. And if we can play the board. been working with Hot Wheels ID as well, you might have seen Um, that is on our website. We're super excited to have been a part of that as well. This is the evolution of the number one selling toy in the whole world. So to be involved with that was pretty fun. And it was a digital play full development cycle with physical play collaboration. Now the physical play collaboration part, we actually got cars delivered to the studios and we got to play with the tracks and the cars to be able to understand how these would work in play. So it was a really exciting project to be a part of. And we have our research and development team. Now, Reactor, our applied R&D team, develops cutting-edge tools and technology to raise the quality bar of our products to the next level. World beast building using Houdini and focus on state-of-the-arts rendering techniques to make a world-class game shine. So that's a really exciting thing to be able to see week and week out. Now, some of you may have seen our social media. You might see about all the fun things that we get um, provided for our company. But Electric Square have an amazing culture. We have a relaxed, egoless environment with a flat hierarchy. Our standards are high, but we find the space to experiment and play with new ideas. We have a wonderfully diverse team and we celebrate difference. And our differences are our strengths. We're proud to be an equal opportunity workspace. And mutual respect, trust and transparency is super important to us and we have a no crunch culture and we respect the importance of a work-life balance and um, we are the winners of the best places to work for the last three years running with GamesIndustry.biz. and last year we actually won their social responsibility award which meant a lot to us and we also have a 4.8 rating out of five on Glassdoor and that's from our direct um, employees who've worked for the company so it gives a really good snapshot of what we are like to work for just a few perks and benefits, and there are so much more. So if you check our website, you can see what else we offer, but we have a fresh home cooked monthly lunches and these are currently being delivered to our homes. Um, we work in a state-of-the-art studio as you've seen in some of the backgrounds. We are a dog-friendly studio, which is amazing, let's be honest. Um, we have a 50 pound health and wellbeing allowance, which is you know awesome. You can use that on gym memberships or you know vitamins, whatever, everything that comes under health and wellness. Um, we have project wrap parties and cinema nights and team nights out, and we have a festival and that includes like face painting free alcohol free food you name it it's awesome a monthly studio social nights which are great to hang out with your friends an extensive video game library and book library to borrow from so that's an awesome perk and benefit to have um just to give you an idea of what the electric square looks like i'm going to play the video now for you this is a little reminder for me Colin mentioned we are hiring so we have a big extensive list that I would advise you to go to that lovely website there um, and check out the list of jobs but we're also you know very open to seeing people's CVs if you're looking for an internship if you're looking for a step in career such as a junior role we'd still love to hear from you please do send your information across I will jump in the discord after this I promise it is just me manning it so bear with me I will be there um, and I will be able to answer some of your questions but also we have an amazing team called Developing Minds of uh, we've got loads of devs that have come together to give you advice if there's any questions you have about your portfolio you'd like some advice or we can help you step into the industry we'd love to do that whether it's working for us or someone else but we'd love to set you up with those skills to be able to step into the industry for your first career thank you very much that was my presentation I hope you liked it
0: <laughs> perfect oh sorry I'm bringing in our next speaker too too early trying to do too many things <laughs> that was great thank you charlotte um, and what i'll do is we will just bring up your your website just there so Thanks. anyone um, check out um more about electric square and about all the all the vacancies uh, that they've got up there um a, a bunch of interesting questions come in the, the, the usual one that keeps coming up and that i know you don't have a definite answer for is remote working yeah what, what's what's the current <laughs> thinking around that
1: yeah, to give you all a little bit of an idea of what we're speaking about at the moment. So, obviously, it is something that we're definitely taking into consideration. It's something that's very important to us, you know, understanding that we need to develop with the times being what they're like. Recently, we have been able to quite successfully remote hire during this time and for people that will continue to be remote. However, we do need to obviously look at our remote working policy. This is to make sure that you're safe, we're safe. You know, the games that we're working on work from work from home. Um, But generally, we're quite open to the idea of it. So I think that anyone who is interested in working from home for us should definitely still apply and speak to us about that. And it's a case by case basis and we can speak to the directors as they come in. So, yeah, definitely we're open. Please do get in touch if that is what you're looking for.
0: Great, um, and then there was also a question from someone um, overseas. I think. Do you take applications from overseas? Can you can you help with that? I know it's that's also got more complicated in the last couple of years.
1: Yeah. so we definitely do we definitely love to hear from you if you are overseas Um, this is something we can support we do have visa uh, support we do have freelance contracts if you're looking to work from home Uh, we generally um, I would say you know within three hours time differences we can make that work in respect to working with us directly from um, an overseas location Um, but if you are looking to relocate to the UK from overseas we can support with that Um, but yeah all things can be considered they are always case by case we would never say no until we definitely
0: couldn't do it. Great, good to know. Um, and hopefully that includes Scotland. If I. Um, 100%. One if- <laughs> <laughs>
1: weapon well, to come
0: If Games Jobs Live doesn't work out for me, that'd be great. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, and a, and a, An interesting question I'm not sure what I had before someone's first week. Um, okay. and, and again, that's an unusual one at the moment, but what, what can people expect in their first week?
1: Um, Well, from work from home at the moment, um, you will be greeted as we would have um, in a normal studio location, but we just have kind of adapted that to be virtual. So our HR uh, department will give you a lovely welcome. You'd still get the lovely introduction welcome pack that we have. Um, You'd still meet the team. You'd speak to your your team individually as well about how you're going to fit into that process. We'd set you up with everything software-wise that you needed to have done. IT have been absolutely phenomenal um, in making sure everyone has the equipment and software that They need. So, we'd have that induction with IT as well. And obviously, the director you'd be working alongside. So, that's kind of what a first week looks like. It sounds like very quick, but it's a very long process um, in your first steps. You'd also get to watch Show and Tell for the first time on a Friday. So, you'd see all the other games as well and have a lovely big welcome from everyone in the studio. Uh, We do encourage people to reach out in their first week and just do a little bio email about them. And they end up with lots of friends by the end of the week, especially the people that say they're really good cooks. (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good advice. Um, the, the the short and tell sounded interesting. Is that something you do every week?
1: Yeah. So this is something we do every Friday at four o'clock. Um, so we show all the projects across across the um, board, and we get to see full transparency on all of the different um, projects we have. Basically, um, there's probably uh, only one that can't be filmed, but that's due to the IP, as you can imagine. Um, and then. Singapore can watch that back um, for a convenient time for them, so they also get to see show and tell, and that's something we would have done in the studio all together, crowded round, you know, a a TV screen or people's desks that have been individually working on parts, grab a beer from the fridge, um, chill together, and get to see how we're progressing. Really, it's a really nice kind of social aspect of our week.
0: Great, sounds a lot of fun. Yeah,
1: it Um... really (laughs) is.
0: Um, I might see if I can join in something yeah, no, <laughs> <didn't I? laughs> um and then another really interesting question um, we've got someone on the on the stream um and uh, I think they should probably follow up directly with you because yes. their situation will be, will be specific. Um, but uh, talking, if you can answer generally, um, this person's s- specific issue is that their partner's already in the games industry in Midlands. Okay. They are not, but they have, I think it's 20 years experience mm. in other industries as a, a either an illustrator or a, or a traditional wow. painter, and, and is really keen to get into the games industry. How? How would you handle that? Does that mean they need to come in, you you know, as as a a graduate almost at an entry-level position? Or what does that experience in other industries count for with Electric Square?
1: Sure. Yeah, I mean, we're really open to seeing people with other industry experience. And I think it all depends on, how that transfers and if that transfers well, if they would need support to step into a a more of a mid-level senior role. If there's, you know, if we do need to start them off at the lower end and support them into that growth, then we can do that. However, there are are some skills, as as you can imagine, a lot of the time production is one, as you know, where producers in TV and film can easily go into games and, and development. But, yeah, there are definitely areas in the industry where you can make that switch, and it does work, um, especially if you put the time into researching what tools uh, a games company might be using. If you haven't worked for a games company, if you've been doing your personal research and you can show amazing concept work, I think that goes a long way as well. It shows shows the developers, yes, they know what they're talking about. Yes, they're confident in these engines or their software or whatever it is they're using. But I think that's the key. I think if you can show that's transferable. Here's me transferring it. Um, We're definitely here to listen. And it's definitely something we're not close to.
0: Okay. So there's another couple of questions come in, and you've kind of half answered them. Um, (laughs) But It's basically people that have got experience in other industries. Um, They're not uh, you know, uh, one person described himself as late thirties. Um, what can they do to get the experience? And, and you, you know, you sort of advise them to get experience of game engines and show what experience they have. Is, is there anything else they should be doing? My, my, the one I hear a lot is, is game jams. Is that is that yeah. something that you value?
1: Yeah, I would definitely say, especially the sort of game jams you're involved with. I think they're fantastic times to get used to those roles from a very um, fun point of view. So you get to experience those those roles in a team environment before having to do that as a career. I think it's a really good building tool for sure. I would definitely reach out to studios that you like the work of. You know, most of us are a pretty friendly bunch. Like I said, we do have a bunch of developers that are happy to give advice to people who are looking to step in. So we'd be more than happy to do that. There are amazing initiatives out there such as Baming Games, Code Coven, Into Games, obviously yourself here um, at Games Jobs Live, who are willing to help people find out what they're needing to do to make those benchmark steps into the industry. And I think definitely just ask, don't be afraid to ask. The worst that can happen is people don't reply. And if they don't try again, that's what I always say.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Persistence is definitely a hundred great, great attribute, before or even once you're in this industry.
1: <laughs> definitely.
0: Um, and then just one one final question. Um, we've got someone asking about international hires, and we, we've kind of answered that already. But you you mentioned that um, Electric Square has a as a Singapore studio. I mean, okay. is is that an option? Could I come and work in the the Leamington studio and and transfer to Singapore one day? Is that you know?
1: Who's to say? I mean, it's it's it would be new, but I wouldn't say it was a blocker for us. I could see that happening for sure. I definitely could see that happening. And it would be the same if, you know, we I spoke about the three hour time zone. Anyone out of that time zone we'd be looking to hire as well, for sure. Um, you know, we're trying to make that work currently, if I'm honest, to see if we can do even further out of our time zone. And I think that's definitely something that's on the horizon for us. I think you know, the the, it's, the the limit is endless. We are pretty open as a studio into trying new things, making that work. And I would definitely say, yeah, transfers could be potential.
0: Okay. There's hope for me yet. Excellent. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm going to work <laughs> in Singapore. <laughs> They've got a swimming pool in their studio, guys. Just saying.
0: I'm sold. I'm sold. I'm, t- I'm totally there. <laughs> Alcohol dogs and swimming pools. What could go wrong? Exactly. <laughs> Charlotte, thank you so much for taking the the, the time out of your busy schedule to join us today. Really appreciate it. You're on the Discord
1: we'll be jumping on two seconds.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Um, so if you're not already on and want to follow up with Charlotte about the opportunities at Electric Square, get on the Discord if you're not already. The address, as Charlotte says, his point is scrolling along the bottom <laughs> of the screen, discord.gamesjobs.live. She and folk from the other companies we've got will be on there for the next hour and a half. So follow up directly with them. Um, and then if there's opportunities that you fancy, do just apply directly. Um, that's the whole point of this is to is to to get people into jobs at companies where they're desperate for, um, for the 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 best talent going. Um, and I'm hoping that's you. So get on there, chat to Charlotte, follow up, apply, get a job, and come back and tell us about it one day.
1: <laughs> I'd love to see all your applications. Please do.
0: Great. Charlotte, thank you very much for joining us. We'll thank see you, you for in the Discord.
1: You. <laughs> I Great. will do. I'll see you there.
0: Cheers. Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay. That was Electric Square. Do follow up with Charlotte in the Discord. Um, the link scrolling along the bottom of the screen. I see we've got people asking for that. Um, before we bring on our next company, um, one, of the, one of the organizations that has helped make this happen is Barclays. Um, so thank you very much to Barclays for supporting this. They, they recognize it's, it's beneficial both to the, the, the companies that are trying to grow um, and to people that are looking for new jobs. Um, so let me just play a short video from Barclays.
1: Like you'll ever get paid to play video games, they said you've gone on to become players, creators, fans, all in one huge and growing community. Video games bring us closer, even when we're apart, and Barclays has seen this. We've been partnering with the likes of Yuki, Women in Games, Tiger, and Game Republic. We know that gaming's many faces can truly make a positive impact. We're there with you, whether you're making the next great game, or just looking forward to playing it. Squad up, we're Barclays.
0: Oh, we seem to have some problems playing out the videos today. That's a a shame. Um, However, we don't have any problems with our our guest speakers. So please uh, welcome Simon from Quali. Simon.
2: Hey, nice to see you, Colin.
0: Nice to see you. Thank you for joining. Um, I'll I'll come back and put some questions from the Q and A to you, but in the meantime, over to you. Sure thing.
2: Hi everybody. So I'm here representing Quali. I'd like to talk to you about the creative wild west of rapid prototyping, which is uh, what we we lovingly refer to it as. It really is the the source of the the big benefits that Quali brings, and it's the creativity that flows through the, the lifeblood of what we do. Um, we are a company that lives and, and dies by the creativity of our team, not just in, in the design department, but across the board. Um, and hopefully you'll see that through the, the stuff that I'll talk about, um, really focusing on the, the hyper-casual mobile efforts that I'm I'm currently managing. So I'm Simon Platt, I am the, the head of development here at Quale, so I'm managing the full umbrella of our internal development, um, from signing off on concepts to the rapid prototyping, which is the the main force of what we do, as well as building up full uh, production designs and full production global launch titles um, out to the world once you know they've, they've proven track records through the prototyping process. Here's a, a few of the games that that I've helped I've helped design as well as um, help publish. Hopefully, some stuff that that you know, but it is. What we've cut our teeth on over the last three or four years is learning hyper casual, learning this space of, uh, addictive short burst gameplay. Um, and I, I, really cannot say enough from a design point of view, from a, a programming point of view. A lot of these, I, I prototype myself art and art and programming. Um, I really can't say enough to the creative freedom that it gives you to work in a remit that requires you to move so quickly, be fluid with the trends, uh, and really just try anything that, that could be sticky. So, Quali uh, is an award-winning studio uh, and publisher again of hyper casual games. Um, really, see ourselves as the home of hyper casual. We we um, originally started out making bigger games, um, all on the premise of if we make something fun, surely it will make money. And we we quickly learned that sinking a lot of time into really big, heavy development cycles on something that we just hope will work wasn't enough. And hyper casual games gave us. the the shift we needed to make a a fully data-driven approach that allows us to just make anything that we think is fun, throw it to the users, and then find out if people want this product um, as quickly as possible, and then sink our time, our love, and our efforts into the games that we know people want to play. So by the end of last year, we hit half a billion downloads. Another huge benefit of the work that we do is that we so quickly go from a, a cool idea to a prototype to something in the hands of millions of people worldwide. Um, and it feels fantastic. And it, it means that there's there's always something new next week that could just land in the right way uh, and be a mega hit that's top of the charts and, and played by millions of people world, the world over. Last year, as, as an example, 19 global launches um, shipped uh, into the the iOS and Android charts. So I want to talk about hyper-casual freedom. I've touched on it a bit before, but it, it really is um, a remit that gives you so much um, creativity, so much open freedom to to try things and see what sticks. Hyper casual games can be anything adhering to a few simple rules. They need to be simple to play, accessible, and easy to understand. I'm sure this isn't isn't news to a lot of people, and this is by no means all you need to make a hyper casual hit. It is it is a, a tough game to make to land the game that just has the right stickiness, has the, that retains the players the right way, and that has the appeal, the mass appeal that you need. But because it really just has to adhere to these three rules. When it comes to the ideation process, when it comes to people throwing their ideas into the mix, there's so much value in listening to everyone in the company. It gives us a huge amount of creative freedom to design games around any concept that we think might be appealing. And no pigeonholing is a big one. No more, and I come from a AAA background, no more being held up in years of development on on the same game. Um, it is new idea around the corner every time, and everyone's voice matters because anything that you can justify having some value and having some potential mass appeal, it's something that we can try. And thanks to the hyper-casual notion of uh, rapid prototyping, it really is quite cheap and effective to just try it and see if it works. Um, and it results in people from finance, people from QA, people from... Um, administration all pitching ideas that then get made and tested and sent out to to thousands if not millions of users so in the same week we might be working on a realistic ish baking simulator Uh, we might be working on a a crazy shopping um, manic like frantic rush game uh, we might be working on a racer where you're you're scaling up this wheel to try and uh, take on different terrains. All appealing, as I hope you can see, with different ways, whether it's interesting, innovative tech with the soft body physics in wheel race, um, or whether it's just that manic splash visual of the abstract style of crazy shopping. It really is about finding something that makes you, within a few seconds, say, "This that looks cool, I want to get my hands on that. And because that remake gives us such an open door, it means that we would be foolish and naive to not ask everyone in the company to to pitch in with their ideas. Because again, we're not so naive to think that we're geniuses um, and it takes a genius to come up with the idea of a wheel that gets bigger and smaller. Great ideas can come from anyone. And due to that creative approach, we actively encourage everyone to pitch in. We have a process called Creative Wednesdays every Wednesday. Um, The whole company gets to learn about industry trends as an education process. We try and and make sure people are playing the games and understanding what the hyper-casual landscape looks like get to pitch their ideas. They get a a direct line to myself, to our head of design, and to get their idea in front of them, get feedback, or potentially get that game made straight away uh, through one of our development teams. Collaboration, Uh, so employee investment in projects is essential. Uh, And so everyone's encouraged to make suggestions, experiment in prototyping. It doesn't matter if you're an artist, if you're a programmer, if you're in QA, you, you have a voice. We pride ourselves on the culture that we maintain, and that is one of humility. Um, and people bending over backwards for each other. And it's absolutely necessary in the business we're in because we expect people to be okay with turning on a dime. If we, if someone on Sunday comes up with a cool, wacky concept, we want to make that on Monday. So people are, are, are going to be told, stop what you're doing, build this instead, isn't it cool? Um, and it would be unfair for us to try and have that flexibility whilst also not letting people have their voice, have their say, uh, and help them get a spin. The speed that we develop as well, it's so open and, and perfectly fitted. to to have these voices that help just push it in the right direction and get it to the finish line. And then profit sharing, a portion of all the profits from our games go go to the team. Like it it, again, in the same way that we expect everyone to have to be self-motivated and to feel like they have an ownership in the project, we feel it would be completely unfair on the other side to not say that that those efforts are going to be directly rewarded. It's worth noting as well, Quali is a company that, that absolutely gives back as much as you put in. I started in QA and the only reason that I am where I am now managing the, the entire development team um, is because when we started pitching games, I was pitching five, six games a, a week. And then I was prototyping them myself and so we were getting them tested. Um, and they then a, a lot of those games ended up doing very well for us. And Quali is more than happy to then push back to me and give me more opportunities um, because I was willing to, to take this huge opportunity not squander it and, and put as much in as I could I really can't say enough to the the approach that, that management has uh, here at Quali. So what are we looking for creative motivated people to grow our efforts excited by the prospect of no huge dev cycles so as far as our, our mobile arm goes new prototypes every week it is a it's a fantastic place to work if you're if you're in the right mindset if, if you're excited by the idea of not being stuck down on a project for, for months or years on end there's always something new a new spin. A new opportunity to do R and D, to add some new tech, some new flair, some new art style to a project. A lot of creative freedom. I've talked about it a lot. We are we're we're very very uh, cautious about who we let into the company because once you get in through the door, we trust you with quite a lot. There's a lot of creative freedom. There's a lot of um, self ownership on, on the projects, and we expect people to to you know motivate themselves and be motivated by the people around them. We don't want people to come in be stressed um, and be given so much restrictions that they feel like they have to keep to their remit. So we let in people that we feel we can trust and then we give them a lot of creative freedom. And again, a team built on humility, respect, collaboration. It became so apparent when we got into hyper casual that this was going to be important. If we expect people to move at the pace we want to move, then we need everybody to be helping everybody else. Uh, And we now have a team of AAA developers, casual game developers, mid core developers. um, who wouldn't normally play hyper-casual games, who have really learned to, to love what we do um, and understand why we make the decisions we do, because they're given ownership over the project. They are. Everyone is encouraged to learn more about what they do and love what they do, because the, the environment is genuinely just, just so good to be in. We have a new arm of the company in PC and console publishing, headed up by Max Everingham, who, um, who is a recent, recent acquisition, um, worked at Codemasters Team17, doing similar roles, We've already shipped a couple of games across uh, Steam and, and Switch, and a lot, of more, a lot more stuff coming through the, the pipeline. We've got roles open here, sales execs, community managers, publishing executives, and plenty more. It's an incredibly exciting opportunity because it's it's an arm that's just getting off the ground, but with an amazing established team of people and with a lot of experience in the PC and console publishing space. So fantastic opportunity for anyone who wants to get in near the ground level and be a part of these first pickups that we do as a company and these first releases that we, we have coming down the line. So we have over, over 100 open positions at the moment. Um, we've got our headquarters in Leamington Spa, but we have offices in Beijing, Bangalore. And as far as remote work goes, we are considering uh, almost all positions for, for remote work. It is a conversation that we'll, we'll ha- be happy to have for every single position. Um, but if you visit our website, you can see that most of them are already listed um, as remote working. Something that we've obviously had to deal with, we did a, a phenomenal job all down to my team, nothing to do with me, of getting set up remotely. Um, and it just so quickly showed us that this thing that we were so scared of before, we are absolutely capable of doing whilst keeping that that magic that I keep talking about of, of collaboration and, and uh, care for people's general health and, and well-being. So there's the website at the top. Uh, Please check out all of the positions available. There is, as I said, over 100 uh, across the the mobile division publishing on mobile as well as PC console publishing um, and admin roles. Um, And, yeah, we hope to hear from you soon.
0: Perfect. Thank you very much, Simon. What I will do is let's just bring up your website address so that while we're chatting, um, folk can... Can go there and um get more details a hundred open positions i know right <laughs> that's insane
2: <laughs> yeah it is uh it is intimidating but it's it is so exciting because it our success over the last four years has allowed us to finally do the things that we want to do. Um, we've got formats and formulas that work. We just need really good people to keep the creative bubble moving, to, to increase the amount of uh, prototyping that we're doing so that we can um, continue to dominate in the hyper-casual space. But then the opportunity to do things like PC console publishing is just absolutely phenomenal. To be able to step into this completely new remit with the confidence of people like Max, who, you know, it's it's, it's in their blood. They they've been doing this for the years
0: yeah no I I'd, I'd, I'd forgotten you would announced that because it's really because hyper casual in itself is not that old as a as a as a genre I don't know five five years old or something' be, yeah about that. Um but for for you to to come along and be so dominant in it um, is is impressive I mean I I'm old enough to to um, to, to have met um, uh uh the, the the darlings in in previous <laughs> previous lives um but that level of experience you know they've been in the the, the games industry for uh, 40 years now or something um, it was interesting that you you sort of credited that with part of you, you know your own rise through the company as well i mean how,
2: david is is phenomenal like the approach that he takes is um is unbelievably freeing in that he he just wants to, to try things. He just wants to surround himself with people who are intelligent and creative and be convinced that he should try things. And so he, he gives you these platforms. He gives you these opportunities to justify what you want to do. And as long as there's some merit to it, like he will we'll figure out a way to, to put it out there. And it's the only reason we discovered Hypercasual. Um, and it's the only reason that we were fortunate enough to be there at the right time to grow in knowledge at the same pace as that, that new area of the market.
0: Yeah, no, you've done done amazingly well. Um, yeah, being being smart and creative that that rules me out, unfortunately. But I'm sure everyone else that's watching <laughs> is, is a prime candidate. So humility, though, is another thing. So <laughs> well, that, that works quite well in your favour. Well, I've got plenty of that. Just nothing yeah. else. <laughs> great stuff. Um, and then also just just the sheer the the, the number of of prototypes um, and and. and Obviously not quite so many, but the number of game launches as as well i mean what does that look like if i if I come in as a as a programmer am i am i potentially working on a new game every every week almost do i do i do i spend a time in a while prototyping different ideas and then sort of go into production on one what what might it look like in terms of the number of titles i'm across if you're launching was it nineteen titles in 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 the last year
2: yeah, as far as the prototype teams go, which is where we we put most programmers to start, it's a really good introduction. Especially when hyper casual being so new, people typically don't understand the the approach, and um, when they come in, that usually from other remits and other other parts of the industry, um, prototyping is the best place to be. Um, and yeah, typically it's it's a new project every week. There's obviously this, this scale to this of how much we have to do in order to get it through that first stage uh, test, um, but typically. It's every week it's going to be a new design point in front of you a, a kickoff like a kickoff with the designer. Um, nobody's left on an island as I said, it's all collaborative it's it's always with a team. it's always with an opportunity to ask questions and to make sure that, that we approach things in the smart way. but as someone who, who taught himself programming just so he could do prototypes for quali I, I, I'm so excited by the idea that that you make something you don't get you don't get too deeply invested in it until you find out that people want this game. It means that you get to make all of this stuff. You get to throw it out to the audience, and then they throw a couple of them back, and you go, "Okay, these are the ones I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna sink my time into and really, you know, make sure that they're, they they fulfil what that that person wants."
0: Yeah, and I mean, I, I I'm lucky in that not many of the games I've worked on in my career have been have been canned. But I know people who have spent 10, 15 years in the industry and haven't shipped a game. Everything's been canned because they've spent three years of their life working on something that doesn't ship, and that's. That's hard. Even That's with our one-week
2: prototypes, it was it was a, an incredibly uh, pill to swallow. The, I remember the first <laughs> prototype we made, I was sure this was going to be the biggest thing that anyone's ever made ever. It was it was a, a, a simple little puzzle thing. It was nothing. But I was so sure, and it came back with terrible data, and it, it just destroyed my world. But we got very, very good very quickly at, um, at letting go of that. Um, and again, like I said, with with that approach of we don't want to be sinking a ton of time into things until we know that the people want it. Because if there isn't an audience, we don't get that feedback loop. We don't get to enjoy the fact that people are enjoying our, our products. Um, and, and there is a, there's a huge benefit in that we can try so much. Hypercasual used to be about abstract um, 2D uh, light puzzle games. Um, and that those doors have just been blown open in the last three years. And we can pretty much make anything. We were always surprised by what lands. And it's so phenomenal to know that, that we can, as long as the process is cheap, we can justify making anything and, and anyone with just a spark can can end up with a game in the hands of, of millions of people
0: and and then what about the other disciplines i mean obviously in prototyping a, a lot of the work is 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 code heavy because you're you're experimenting with mechanics but you need you need some artwork you need some some audio what's the involvement of the other disciplines at that point
2: so art and programming hand in hand pretty much uh, one to typical prototype one artist one programmer uh, working right. together the the um, visual aesthetics the visual appeal as i said um, accessibility is, is such an important thing for us it needs to have something that um, a wide amount of what it's going to cast a, a wide net a lot of people are going to see it and, and feel something for it but also um, light polish and, and flare is is very important so having um, skilled artists who have a, a good eye for this stuff is is super important when as most people know, hyper casual is about acquisition. We need to be able to put ads out there and get people in through our ads. If you haven't got a, an appealing advert that shows the user something they've not seen before, then you're you're already starting on the back foot. So it's it is just as important with the artists. Um, audio work is something that we're we're sort of dabbling in. It's not a, a big business in hyper casual. Um, people rely more on haptic feedback, but it is. We we do have um, people on on staff. We have actually have someone in QA who has is is a hobbyist for for audio work. Um, really, really talented and and we give him as much opportunity as we can to um, you know lend some of his work and, and give him some time to to do that. What I was saying about Quali giving back and giving me these opportunities and, and David giving me these opportunities um is very much across the board. We have people, we have artists now who were in QA and just showed signs of, of doing good artwork and through prototyping just volunteered himself to to work on projects and did such a good job that we were more than happy to to move him where, where he wanted to be. Sort of talking to Charlotte's um, question before about someone coming in without the the proper skills, I, I don't have the experience there. Um, I, I know from experience that if you can put the time in and show the enthusiasm and the, the ability to do what we need you to do, uh, I don't care about whether you've, you've had jobs in, in the industry, whether you've had jobs similar, if uh, you're the right person for the job and you can you can get results then that's that's great by me.
0: Great, and then if if I'm an amazingly talented artist, but I just don't, um, I I don't feel like I've got ideas for for new mechanics. I just want to do amazing art. It, is that okay?
2: Absolutely. I mean, we we want everyone. Uh, we want to push the idea that there's creative freedom and that we we care for the voice of everybody, mainly because um, we've seen how beneficial it can be, especially coming from a background where I I felt downtrodden. I felt like I was told to stick to my remit and. and keep my, my voice down but um if you are very good at at doing that one skill and you are interested and we have programmers and artists like this who just want give me my work let me do it give me a good feedback loop then absolutely we we are all about uh, the people and the the quality of your work if you're a talented artist a talented programmer you work well with people you can you know show that humility and and, and be be good with the feedback loop then absolutely get in touch
0: Work well with people. Yeah, another important attribute and another one that rules me out. Never mind. Never
2: mind. <laughs> <laughs> what a shame, even though you're an amazing artist.
0: <laughs> well, if only, yeah. <laughs> um, and then a couple of questions just from the, the, the Discord. Um, people obviously put a lot of work into their showreels and portfolios. R- realistically, how much time is spent reviewing each of those? I mean, you know, to, to me, there's, there's no point putting you know putting forward an hours worth of show reel because busy studios are not going to spend an hour reviewing every single application what what sort of length what sort of depth of material would you would you recommend people put into their their applications
2: i think the the important thing is going to be um though the opening like 10 seconds of your of your show are going to be key even even though it you know it should be longer, it should show a better breadth of your your content. Those opening ten seconds are going to be the the thing that sets the stage. So trying to make sure that that shows a good range of what you can do within the remit of the role that you're applying for is absolutely it's the thing that makes it stick with you. It's the thing that makes you want to dive deeper and want to want to dig in. Um, and although we are obviously we're going to be looking through thirty seconds a minute of these these show reels at the very least of everybody that comes in. Um, you're going to do yourself a lot of favours by trying to tailor this, these opening seconds to grab the person and say, OK, this person's worth paying attention to.
0: OK, great. Um, and then there's someone that has applied to you in the past. And my, my advice to that would be that doesn't stop you applying again. Um, they were looking for more feedback than a, than I think um, that they've had when they've had rejections. How, mu- how much feedback can you go into when you're when you're looking at an application but aren't able to offer someone a follow up?
2: Uh, I'm, I, I would have to push that onto to Veronica, our head of acquisition. I'm afraid as she handles that, we get when it's requested, we get um, the feedback through and we get to respond. Um, but I believe Veronica will be in the Discord straight after this, and um, so it's a perfect question for her there.
0: Very good point. Okay, um, we need to move on. Um, but yeah, as you as you say, um, Veronica from Quali is in the Discord, so do jump on, uh, follow up with any, any questions, um, anything that Simon's covered or hasn't, um, follow up in the Discord. If you're not on already, the address is scrolling along the bottom of the screen. If you punch into a browser, discord.gamesjobs.com, dot live you'll find a bunch of channels including one dedicated to quali so jump on there and follow up with veronica there um simon just to say thanks so much for taking the time out to, to join us today that's been really interesting we've gone into a little bit more detail than usual which is fantastic <laughs> and um yeah there's a whole bunch of your games particularly the tire, the 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 one with the tire uh, getting bigger and smaller that uh, absolutely intrigues me so i'll be downloading that straight after this
2: gotcha that was the whole point <laughs> Nailed it. (laughs) One more. (laughs) 500 million. (laughs) Put it on the pile.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant. Simon, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Okay, yeah, so I've got my homework cut out after this. Um, However, moving on, um, we have another company um, that have probably shipped similar numbers of hundreds of millions. Um, And I've been around a a little bit longer. So please um, let me welcome, actually, what I'll do is I will take off the the, the Quali banners uh, while I bring on Aaron from Ubisoft. Aaron.
3: How you doing, Colin? You all right?
0: Yeah, not too bad. Thank you for joining us.
3: It's good to be here again um it's been a few months since the last one I was here so uh,
0: well, well indeed indeed we've forgotten what you looked like and um, <laughs> the, the, yeah the, the the world's changed so we thought we would be great oh, yeah, to, nice. to get an update um, so I'll hand over to you and I'll see you afterwards
3: yeah cool well um I think to start with we've got a, a short video um that we want to be showing so uh Colin if you want to kind of go ahead with that and then we'll, we'll get on to the presentation Well uh, yeah hope you enjoyed that uh nice little clip just giving you an insight into our games and uh, a little bit about what life's like at at Ubisoft. Um, So for those of you that don't know me, I'm Aaron. Um, I'm the Senior Talent Acquisition Specialist for Ubisoft Leamington and I focus predominantly on uh, art vacancies across uh, Leamington and Newcastle Studios. Um, So I've been here for just over a year now. Um, So I've been to the studio once but most of it has been down um, from debt down to the recent events um sort of sat at home in this room but um yeah it's, it's been great absolutely loving it and uh, there's some really really interesting projects uh, that are going on behind the scenes here uh, which uh, i'll tell you a little bit more about as we go through so Obviously, Ubisoft, um, You know, we've got a rich history of developing AAA titles, um, and here in the UK, Reflections has been developing games since 1984, uh, and we're one of the longest um, established game developers in the UK. Now, Ubisoft Leamington, uh, we were acquired in sort of 2017 previously, Freestyle games. Um, and since then, we have grown quite significantly. Um, and our mission has always been to sort of, you know, drive codev excellence uh, to help Ubisoft create outstanding experiences for our players. Um, and both of our studios, um, whilst we're cities apart, we, we do function as one studio and under one studio strategy. We have the same directorship and we have leads in some studios that manage people in other studios and vice versa. Uh, Locations-wise, if you don't know too much about the locations um, that that we're based in, so Newcastle, uh, one of the friendliest, liveliest and and culturally diverse cities in the UK. Um, Lots of countryside, lots of sort of beaches around there. Um, And then Leamington um, officially voted as one of the happiest places to live in the UK. Um, And I'm sure you've probably heard the name Silicon Spa um being talked about and you know that's all because of the uh sort of you know games industry heritage and tech heritage around the area Our studios in the UK have collaborated on some really awesome games, which I'm sure you've hopefully all played or at least aware of. Um, So we know we've worked on The Division, Division 2, Far Cry 5, uh, and most recently Watch Dogs Legion. Um, And we're now actually uh, co-leading the development of an exciting new AAA open world game, uh, which is kind of where we're really looking to, to ramp up on the recruitment side of things. So in terms of growth, um, you know, Ubisoft we continue to grow year on year, opening new studios in all corners of the globe. Um, and you know, since that video has, was made, which not that long ago, uh, our headcount's actually exceeded nineteen thousand people now. Uh, so that just kind of goes to show the the sort of sheer amount of growth that's going on uh, within Ubisoft at the moment. Um, this year our UK studio uh, intends to increase our total headcount by 80 uh, with even further growth to come in the future. In Leamington, uh, we've recently broke the 100 mark um, and we're now actually in the process of uh, looking into moving at a new state-of-the-art studio still in Leamington, um, but that will allow us to eventually double in size um, and kind of give us more room for, for continued growth. in Newcastle, We've also recently opened up a third floor in the building that we're based in to accommodate more people um, and, you know, continue collaborating effectively. Um, And this is also partly due to uh, the fact that we're working in our reflection studio with some of our other global studios on some innovative VR projects. So we're bringing Assassin's Creed uh, to VR on the Oculus platform. So, um, you know, if you want to check out the uh, sort of Oculus announcement from that back uh, sort of late last year. Uh, There's loads of cool stuff online about it that that you can take a look at. In terms of opportunities, you know, we're currently hiring uh, for over 50 positions across both of our studios. Um, so on the more senior side of things, we're looking at audio director, lead marketing artist, lead dev QC, lead character artist. Um, and then the more sort of junior to intermediate side of things, we're looking at concept artists, animators. We've got probably around about nine or 10 QA opportunities available at the moment. We're looking at brand managers, DevOps, technical arts, and and even more across the, the entire sort of spectrum spectrum um of of, you know the games development process in a lot of cases as well we're able to hire people across either studio um depending on sort of you know your preference or location um so you know as i said we we work as one studio and under one studio strategy and we've proven especially over the past year with a lot of people working from home that you know you don't specifically need to always be based in that studio to be working on that project um you know we can manage people based in leamington who you know are in from newcastle or vice versa um and as i mentioned with with the lead studio on uh, this new triple a open world project um we can't really say too much about it at the moment because it's still very early in production um but because of this project, we're actually hiring quite a few lead and senior positions at the moment. Um, and that's really a key sort of part of our strategy to ensure that you know we've got the best leadership structure in place possible um, so we can continue to grow our teams and create the best game that we can. We know from the stats as well that you know a lot of a lot of people in here um who join these events are either graduates or potentially from outside of the games industry um and you know for grads, we have an annual commitment to uh, allocate in a large percentage of our junior hires to you know, two recent graduates. Um, and we've actually just um, we're just finishing up our graduate campaign for this year, which uh, is seen as hire around 20 graduates so far, and, and we expect to hire uh, probably a handful more um, for the upcoming graduate campaign uh, which is started kicking off in 2022 um, there's going to be a lot more communication around uh, sort of september October sort of time so you know please do keep your eye on that um, through our social channels um, sort of LinkedIn and and Twitter and places like that. Um, and for those of you outside of the industry, um, that, you know, maybe have a bit more experience overall, just not within games, um, a big part of our recruitment strategy is to diversify the talent that we hire, um, not just in terms of background and nationality and gender, but also those from other industries who can bring in a fresh, fresh perspective on sort of, you know, how, how to do things. Um, just to give you an idea, In the past 12 months, we hired 15 people in our engineering team with no previous games experience. Um, And we're always looking at ways that we can kind of use other skills. So things like architecture skills for our level art teams, for example, or uh, project management skills in other areas uh, are always good things to have. I'm often asked by candidates, you know, what's the culture like at our studios? Well, we like to celebrate success and encourage people to put ideas forward. Um, we also encourage play. And I'd, I'd say that, you know, one of the things that we're most excellent at is sharing knowledge and expertise at a group level. Um, I think on top of that, we, we really want to sort of aspire to be one of the best places in the UK to work. Uh, we put our employee well-being first um, and you know, we really want to make sure that we're looking after the people that are creating um, you know, some of the games that we know and look. Um, a lot of you are probably going to be wondering, you know, how things are going to look when we start returning to the studio. Um, and I can tell you that, you know, it's going to be uh, a slow process. Hopefully around about September, we should all be back. But when we are all back um, sort of full time and hopefully back to normality, um, Ubisoft have decided that a hybrid working pattern is going to be the best solution. Um, so we still want people to be able to come into the studio to work closely together and, and to collaborate together. Um, but there's also that opportunity uh, to work a couple of days from home as well. Um, the details on that are still being finalized, but it's likely that everyone will have the option to work at least two or three days from home um, and possibly more depending on it, depending on if you're commuting from further afield. Um working for a company like Ubisoft that obviously you know helps cultivate, um, we develop and and grow skill sets, um, and that's that's kind of one of the most important things for us. Um, and thankfully, our teams are full of, of extremely talented people. Um, and we, like like I said earlier, we do a lot of knowledge sharing, a lot of uh, sort of sharing of expertise. We hold uh, future sessions every year where we get together to discuss what the future holds for uh, the technology and development of our games, share experiences and breakthroughs in R&D. You know, a lot of our devs attend and speak at GDC. Um, We also have our own uh, Ubisoft Developers Conference, which is held every year, which is an event that just brings our teams together um, from across the world to share their knowledge, spark discussions about solutions and innovations. Um, And we've also invested a lot into our learning and development, too. So we're not only supporting the sort of key technical development of the of the employees, but also offering opportunities to develop softer skills such as leadership and cultural awareness uh, and all of this material. Um, it's shared internally um, through the Ubisoft portal um, between sort of countries, teams, whatever, and, and sharing's a big part of the, the culture at Ubisoft. So applications, they're open now. Uh, you can check out our careers page. Um, like I say, I've, we've got over 50 on there. I think the exact number is somewhere around 65. Um, so, yeah, please do check it out, and um, I look forward to taking your questions. Thank you.
0: Brilliant. Thank you very much, Arden. Let me just bring up your website. Um, it's uh, kind of obvious, but Ubisoft.com, I guess. Is that the best place for people to go Um uh, for the careers page we
3: do have a, a separate one which is reflections.ubisoft.com uh,
0: yeah sorry I'll just bring up yeah so let's leave that up for a second there um so yeah if folk head to, to that one they can find out more um great stuff and uh, particularly interesting to 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 hear that you're, you're planning on adopting sort of a, a hybrid model obviously remains to be seen who knows what the world's going to look like come September or even next week at the moment it feels like yeah. um but but yeah that, that's really interesting I mean I guess that's that suggests you're still looking for people to live relatively local so that they can come in whether it's a couple of days a week or, or or more
3: yeah ideally um you know I think one of the key things for us is that you know we do still have people that can get together and can collaborate. And, you know, that's not to say that, let's say you live in in London or somewhere like that, and, you you know, you do end up commuting sort of one or two days a week. If, If you're happy to do that, then we're still happy to have a look at your application for sure.
0: Great. Um, there's one, one question. Um, someone that's already been to your website and checked out the vacancies. Um, I don't think they're a, 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 a fit for any of the specific vacancies. They're keen just to send in a speculative application. How uh, Can they do that?
3: Um, yeah, I mean, if you want to send speculative applications, uh, it's best to just contact uh, one of the team through LinkedIn. Um, and, you know, we're, we're happy to chat with you on there. Or alternatively if you're on the Discord at the moment, um, you know, ping us a direct
0: message. Absolutely good advice. Yeah, so I, I see I think I see various people from from Ubisoft on the on the Discord. So if you're not already on there, get on and chat to Arden's colleagues. Um in, in a browser, punch in discord.gamesjobs.live um and I and I see all the all the questions are getting answered or as many as they can get to it at least. Um, fantastic. In, in terms of applications, um, a, a question of my own is, are, are there any sort of red flags that you, you typically look out for or dread seeing in an application?
3: Uh, tough question. Um, I wouldn't say there's so much red flags that we sort of look out for and dread. I think it's just more, um, you know, people being aware of you know, the requirements and the restrictions that we have. Uh, So, for example, at the moment, um, you know, unfortunately, because of Brexit, we're only able to hire people um, who are based in the UK or eligible to work in the UK at the junior intermediate levels. Um, We can only sponsor people at that sort of senior and above level. Um, And then aside from that, it's just making sure that people have actually, you know, read through the job description, made sure that their CV is tailored to it, Write a cover letter. A cover letters, I think, are absolutely brilliant because it kind of not only sells yourself and shows, you know, how keen you are to to apply for the job. But it also gives you an opportunity to sort of, you know, put your own little personality into it, put a bit of um, additional skills that maybe you haven't been able to fit into your CV. Um, it's one of the first things we see as well. So, you know, throw your portfolio or we'll show real link in there. Um, and just really highlight that at the at the top of your application to make sure that it's there, and we can see it. We don't have to go fishing for it or anything.
0: Yeah, that's great advice about the the, the cover letter, um, because I, th- I think there's the, you know often people aren't sure whether to include one or you just want to cut to the chase and and get the CV. I mean, how, how you know it's not going to be hours, but how how long can you spend looking at all those things, reading a cover letter, reading every line of a of a CV, looking at everything in a in a portfolio.
3: Well, I mean, we don't want war and peace. You know, it, it needs to be relatively concise and, and and short. But it's it's one of those things that we, you know, we do try and spend as much time as possible. But you've also got to take into consideration that, you know, a lot of our jobs get sort of two, 300 applicants at a time. So it is quite time consuming. Some of them we can't look at every single detail. But, you know, we try to look at as much of it as possible. Um, and I think that's also one of the reasons that, you know, we, we can't give direct, constructive feedback to every single applicant because, you know, two, three hundred applicants for each job, sending direct, constructive feedback for each one, you know, we'd probably need a team of about 40, 50 people to do that
0: yeah no it's a a lot of work isn't it yeah and I mean from the sounds of it you know I think there was some other industries looked at this and said oh on on average recruiters spend 10 seconds assessing whether to take a CV further sounds like you do a little bit more than that but you'd still recommend people put make it as appealing as possible at first glance I assume
3: yeah definitely and you know CVs they don't have to be sort of you know the most amazing looking cvs it's all about the content and how the content is presented it so long as it's clear so long as it's easy to read um and it highlights the points in the job description um sort of quite high up the cv if you can get all that into your first page or the first sort of couple of paragraphs bullet points however you want to format it then you know you've got a much higher chance of the recruiter actually scrolling further down your cv
0: I I had a CV in a couple of months ago that was twenty seven pages long. Do you want, do you want that? Um, <laughs>
3: yeah, I mean, try try and keep it to to two, possibly three at a push. Yeah,
0: yeah, I would agree. <laughs> yeah. Great. Um, uh, what, what does the studio do for for fun? I mean, obviously, obviously, you know, socially, everything's on hiatus at the moment. But when we get back to that normal, what, what's what's a, a Fun activities on a normal day, week, month. Uh,
3: to be, to be quite honest, I haven't actually experienced any of that myself. Oh, um, oh, because no. I, I started on the first day of lockdown last year. That's right, as that's um, you said. However, um, what I can say is, you know, during. The entirety of lockdown, we've always had something going on. So um, I've, got a, I've got a terrarium. Um, they, we did terrarium making classes, which was fun. Uh, we've done cooking classes. Uh, a lot of the guys have done sort of like Dungeons and Dragons online table reads, that sort of stuff. So, you know, there's some really cool social events going on, um, you know, even while we're all stuck at home. Um, I think, you know, there are the occasional sort of uh, summer socials. Um, but again, I'm, I'm yet to find that out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you've missed out, but we, you, you'll have your fun, and so will everyone yeah, else. I'm looking forward <laughs> to it. Great, um, and then uh, one one final question. Obviously, um, I was I was excited about um, Electric Square having a Singapore office. You've got a few more options um, in terms of yeah. offices around the world. How much <laughs> movement is there between the offices?
3: So, after you've been with us for a couple of years, and and sort of we've progressed you through the projects and maybe you've completed a project we do try and keep people within the ubisoft group um so if it does mean that you want to you know relocate to canada relocate to you know china or kind of wherever else we've got a studio in the world there is opportunity to do that Um, and it's just a case of you know Discussing with your lead, discussing with HR. Uh, and if there is an opportunity available in one of our global studios in a location that you're open to, then you know, we can explore that for you.
0: Okay. Um and then just remind me, what was the the name of this um unannounced open world triple A game that you uh, you
3: mentioned? Uh, <laughs> Can't no, catch you me out with that sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Um, Thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate that. Um, For everyone that's watching that hasn't already jumped on the Discord, do jump on. Address is scrolling along the bottom of the screen, discord.gamesjobs.live. The companies are on for the next 45 minutes. Um, So if you're not watching this live, um, unfortunately, you'll have missed that, but do just apply to the companies directly. Um, But if you are watching this live, get on and ask your questions now. Um, Aaron, thanks again for joining us.
3: Thanks for having me, Colin. Great speaking to you again, cheers. cheers. Bye, everyone.
0: Okay, right, we we have another company, um, or let's uh, an organization. Um, so one of the questions on the Discord just before we started was about the kickstart scheme that um, a lot of companies are participating in at the moment and people were wondering is there a way they can get involved? So, by uh, I'll say amazing planning and, and foresight and predicting that question. Actually, it was it was sheer chance um, and the fact that we've had um, Into Games onto these streams before, and luckily they were able to jump on at short notice this afternoon. So, please let me bring back Declan from Into Games. Hey,
4: how you doing?
0: hey declan nice to see you again
4: your social life so this is this is the closest <laughs> to, uh, a in, new, so i was very happy that you asked
0: <laughs> in, in, indeed yeah well the the, the pubs still aren't open up here in scotland so i'm not allowed to go anywhere which is why i keep doing these um these events
4: <laughs> <laughs> a long way they continue Well indeed. Well, these, <laughs> these events
0: <laughs> indeed um we'll, we'll maybe come back and chat a little bit more but i'll um i'll hand over to you to to tell everyone a bit more about into games and your Kickstarter scheme
4: Sure. Fantastic. Um, yeah. So uh, I'm not going to do a, a kind of a, uh, a slide presentation or anything. I'm just going to briefly tell you a little bit about um, the kickstart scheme that games is running uh, into games is an, is an organization that's set up completely nonprofit to provide free careers and skill support for anyone that's looking for a uh, rewarding career in the games industry. Um, so we work uh, right from kind of primary school all the way up to uh, kind of adult career seekers. Um, and we, we do various things across that journey, um, kind of from mentorship um, through to uh, just really solid careers information and guidance. Um, And you can go and check out our Discord as well because we've got a a great Discord space with um, lots of people there that are willing to answer questions kind of on a regular basis. Um, But what I'd like to talk to you today is about the Kickstart program. So Games with Yuki um, is a gateway Kickstart provider. We're the only gateway Kickstart provider that's games focused. Um, so um we've spent uh kind of the last part of last year teeing up um some some game studios across the uk to start taking kickstart applicants and just to let you know there's the kickstart scheme if you didn't know um, is a government-backed scheme to uh provide funded places for people aged 16 to 24 um, who are claim- currently claiming universal credit and are not in education um to uh to have spaces in companies all across the uk um, so it's a six month placement um, and um, the government pays for the wages to the um, um, uh, to the studio um, and along with that placement you also get uh, kind of parallel career support which we provide as inter games um for the for the duration um so uh, it's a fantastic opportunity uh, we've got i think at the moment live we've got um uh, almost 50 roles um, and we're hoping to, to to move that up to about 300 roles. Um, by the end of this year. So I'm just going to quickly show you uh, a few of the roles that are available online now. So we've got all of them listed on Hitmarker. Um, So uh, I'm just going to show you a few now. I'll just share my screen. so, um, yeah, this is this is our Hitmarker page. So um, I'll put the link in the Discord afterwards. So it's hitmarker.net forward slash companies forward slash Um And um, here's all the roles that we've got here. So, um, you know, we've got everything from, um, you know, QA uh, through to kind of HR assistants, junior programmers, um, media influencers. And you can see here, so we've got, you know, there's, there's, there's probably studios that you'll know, um, such as like Splash Damage. Um, maybe spilt milk. Um, and then, you know, we've the, 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 there's more here. So Electronic Arts, you'll definitely know them. Um, Jagex um, and uh, Conglomerate. So, you know, there's, there's a whole bunch and a whole bunch of other kind of smaller indie studios as well. Um, these roles are all over the country. Um, one of the kind of quirks of um, the Kickstart program is that uh, if a role is in an office, so if it's not not remote, then you have to be kind of be within the catchment area of the office. I think it's about 50, 60 miles, um, maybe a bit more, maybe hundred miles. Um, but if it's a remote role, which many of those are, then they're national. So you can apply from anywhere. Um, so I'll put that link uh, in the discord so you can take a look at the roles if you're suitable. Um, and just to say that once again, you have to be 16 to 24, um claiming universal credit or about to claim universal credit. So you could be leaving a degree or something like that. Um, um, and um yeah, for some of those roles you have to be in the catchment area. So there there's there's some boxes there to tick. And I know that I get a lot of people, unfortunately older than that, asking for support. We do provide support for 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 people that are older than that um, in other ways. Um, but certainly this scheme is is a government scheme. We haven't had anything to do with designing it. Um, it is what it is, so um, that's that's unfortunately who it's for. But there is some roles, entry level roles across the country, and more opening up all the time. So it's a really, really amazing opportunity to get your foot in the door, um, and, um, and and really make a mark.
0: Yeah. What a, what a fantastic initiative. Yeah. And it's, it's great that you've, I, I know that must've been a ton of work. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I, know, I know, I know the amount of work just to get half a dozen companies on this for one event. You've got dozens and dozens of companies. That's quite an undertaking. So fair play. Well done to you. That's great. Um, how, um, sorry if I missed it. How, how long does this run for?
4: So this, that, the, the entire program runs until the end of this year. Um, these roles that are open here are like with any role that there's a a time limit to when they close Um, most of the roles on there are still open for another month maybe a bit longer Um, essentially the studios can keep on pushing it forward if they're not getting the right applicants Um, but um, uh, let's say if if when you apply uh, for any of those roles you'll essentially be signing up on an intergames form and then we take a look at those applications first and then we forward the best to um, the studio directly um and then they'll probably ask for a quick um you know virtual interview um, and if that all goes well then you can then go straight to your local job center and then start the process that way so you should be within uh you know a week of having your interview that you should be starting in that role um and um, as i say there's a there's a bunch of fantastic roles on there in some really great studios big and small so uh, we would we would highly recommend if you if you fit the bracket please do apply.
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, I really appreciate you taking the time to come on today and and tell everyone about that. I would I would love to to take part. I'm not sure I would pass for twenty-four anymore, but uh, I I can try. I can try. I, I I will try. Um a, a question about remote, I guess. Um are, are any of the jobs remote?
4: Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah. They are remote. The sun's really just burst through the clouds. I'm being illuminated like some kind not,
0: of not used the to it in this country. Right? But,
4: um uh yes, some of the roles are remote. Um so do do you go through and check. Um I think in on Hitmarker, there's even a, a little box to search. Whether it's remote or not, potentially, so that might make the whole process a bit easier. But as I say, the remote roles are are, are open nationally to anyone, um, so they're they're really good ones to go for first.
0: Okay, and there might there might still be more added over time.
4: Oh, very much so. Yes, yeah, we, we we're, we're expecting um, hopefully at least at least a hundred, maybe more, over wow. the course of um, um of the course of the next period. And so you know, it's also probably good to just sign up to InterGames. games. Dot org so you can just sign up to our mailing list on the website and then we'll be regularly posting new opportunities on there um or once again if you apply for any of the roles um you'll you know we'll ask you to, to come to the website automatically sorry on the web, uh, on our, our mailing list automatically and there'll be more jobs put through there and our discord as well so you know any one of those options um please do join and we're also at, um our twitter's great so we just do loads of stuff on twitter so um into hq is our twitter account um please do join that as well
0: Absolutely great! Thanks so much for. I know you've had a busy day, so thanks for <laughs> jumping on at the uh, squeezing us in at the, at the end of it. Great, we'll see you again soon, Declan. Cheers. Definitely.
4: Thank you. Nice thanks. one, Colin. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Okay, that that is everyone we've got for today, and um, we're finishing almost almost on time. Just five minutes over scheduled time. um The companies are still on the Discord for the next thirty minutes or so. So make sure to jump on there. I've seen all the companies been pretty active answering tons of questions. Um, In the next few minutes, everyone that's registered should also be getting an email that's got direct links to the um, the jobs page of each of the companies that have presented. The whole point of this is to to get people applying to these companies. So use the next half hour to chat to them in the Discord and then get applying. Um, That's the whole point of this. Um, and if you do get a job, um, we've had a few people on the stream before that have come back and um, come on live to talk about their experience. We'd love to have more of that. So do let us know if you get a, a, a job um, with any of today's companies, um, Ubisoft, Electric Square, or Quali. Um, that would be really great to know. Even if you don't want to join the stream, I would just love to know. It just, it just makes all the difference, makes this all worthwhile. Um, so just to wrap up, um, if you have enjoyed this, please do subscribe to the YouTube channel. We have more events next week on uh, Wednesday the 21st. We are working in partnership with Pocket Gamer Connect. So we have various studios, including um, Wargaming's MS1 studio and Square Enix Montreal. So we're going quite international next week. And then the week after that, Wednesday the 28th, we're going down to the, the south coast where we have... TT Games, we have Studio Gobo, um, we have Creative Assembly, and we have Mag Interactive. So if you want to check out any of those, um, do jump onto our website, which is www.gamesjobs.live. You'll find links to the registration pages for each of those, and then that way you sign up, you get the a reminder, you get the YouTube link, um, and we'll also send the email with the, the jobs links. Also there, we've got the, the regional articles. Um, so if you've just tuned in midstream, get onto the website and there's a, a great article that summarizes everything going on around the Midlands, the history of the games industry, some of the fun things, the local networks, etc. Um, and then also on the website, we've got that interactive map um, that you can explore all the jobs in the Midlands and beyond. Thank you to um, our sponsors Barclay uh, for the live stream this afternoon Um, thank you to Elspeth that's been helping out with the chat and also with the the promotion and thank you so much to the companies coming along and putting all their opportunities in front of everyone today. So thank you to Quali, to Electric Square and to Ubisoft and to Into Games, very much appreciated. Everyone's on the Discord until six o'clock, so I'll leave you to get chatting to them thank you for tuning in and we will see you next time thanks